again, and welcome back to Gab and Grow, a podcast that helps you discover the people, places, and resources at Western Connecticut State University. I'm your host, Mary Beth Griffin, and today's topic is one that I personally have had to do a lot of work on for myself over the years. We're talking about time management. I know I just said that our podcast was all about WCSU, but I'm really excited today because I have a phone friend guest calling in uh, all the way from Melbourne, Florida. So I want you all to say hi to our guest, Dr. Natalie Dorfeld, who's an associate professor, let me make sure I get this right, of composition and literature at the Florida Institute of Technology. Right? That would be me. Correct. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Um, One of the reasons I asked you to be my guest today is that I think you're truly one of the busiest but most organized people I know. Uh, Dr. Dorfeld teaches, she surfs, she rescues cats and dogs, she feeds turtles, she runs marathons, she writes, she travels, she grades papers, she cleans her house, sometimes she even hangs out with astronauts, and I get tired just reading your social media. <laughs> so I'm really, It's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you had some time that you could be here with us today. So, um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. I didn't leave you a lot to tell us about yourself, but is there anything you want to share with us? (laughs) Well, I would like to say to the students, um, time management, uh, I think people look at professors and think they have it all together. It's something I struggle with daily, so I hope to talk about that and share my experiences to help the freshmen at your school. Great. yeah, It's smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of hours in the day. You just have to organize it well. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit just about what is time management and why it's so important a part, especially when you're a college student? Very important. Um, I think when people hear the term time management, they automatically go to something negative like dusting or or digging graves because it sounds like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So I think to many students, you say time management and they think, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to sit in a chair from eight to four and just study straight. And that's not the case at all. It's in a nutshell, it's just plotting out everything that you do in order to increase efficiency and productivity. So when I plan out my day, I make sure, sure I get in the work, but I like my play time. I like my nap time. I like my social media time. And without it, if we don't plot it out, I think time gets away from us. And I've recently found Dr. Pimple Popper on YouTube. So I can lose hours at a time in the summer. So it's very good that you plot out everything just in order to get the most bang for your buck. And why do you think sometimes in college in particular that's such a difficult thing for students to do? I think the transition from high school to college is more difficult because the safety net is gone. And by that, I mean we have less gentle nagging from (laughs) our parents. My mother was always good being on top of of me like, Natalie, your stuff is due. Coaches, um, teachers, they were more on top of you with the reminders. And it's not in college that your college professors do not care. I think we care, but we also expect the students to be adults. So you're not going to receive the weekly emails, things of that nature. It's on the syllabus. And when the test is due, the test is due. We expect you to know. I send out gentle reminders just because I know myself and I forget. Mm -hmm. But a lot of professors, it's just on the syllabus. So you can just walk in and there's a test on your table. And you're like, oh, I I didn't get any heads up about this. But that's just more the way it is in college. 
Yeah. You mentioned syllabus, and, and we've talked about that on a couple of different episodes, but I don't think we ever explained to anyone what exactly that is and why it's so important. Can you tell us about that in just a minute? The, the syllabus is like the Bible for the class, <laughs> and some professors, it's a little more loosey-goosey. I plan out every single day for 16 weeks, so it's what you're going to do in the class um, every single week. So some students, they like to read ahead, get things mm -hmm. done. Other people just go week by week. Some professors just do monthly things, and it's a little more vague. But it's you'll get one in every single class that you have in college, and it's just kind of a calendar or a Bible as to what is expected of you and when everything is due. Yeah. I I know I used to just kind of glance at mine, and uh, you know, yeah. then it would get stuck in a pile somewhere, which is probably yeah. – you know, why I had the time management problems that I did. <laughs> like, oh, my, something to do. When did that happen? You know, it's uh, it's funny because I've, I've gotten so much better at it as I've, you know, matured. Um, just yeah. because there are so many then competing interests for your time and things. But I think, yeah. you know, I think that's anyone. It's just mm -hmm. figuring out for yourself that you can't really manage it, manage it if you don't have something helping you. You know, I have everything on my calendar and I only have one mm -hmm. calendar. You know, I know some people who keep mm -hmm. a class calendar and a personal calendar and I, I can't figure out how to keep things straight if they're not all together in one, you know, so. Yes. And you have and, some. And a lot of people have reminders. A lot of people have reminders on their phone, which is great, but mm -hmm. I'm old school. I need to physically see it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I have a giant oversized calendar, very fancy at the Dollar General with the big boxes. <laughs> so I can physically look at it because if it's on my phone, I get 40 emails a day mm -hmm. and I just start getting delete happy and then I forget about things. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, um, in our office last year, took a whole wall and just filled it with big calendars so that we knew, you know, every month what was coming up. Because we have, in housing, mm -hmm. we have things that you know, every October this comes along and every December this comes along. And so we put that up and it was such a nice visual reminder of things for us. Yeah. Because you get caught up in the day-to-day -day stuff too and you don't you don't yeah. really get to think forward unless you're reminded that you need to do that, I think. Very true. Very yeah. true. Do you have some, you know, tips for people in trying to help get their time management kind of focused and under control? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have five. <laughs> Not three. I have five. <laughs> the first one, which I like to do, is just get a giant oversized calendar. Mm -hmm. The desk ones are really nice. I like those, too, because they have the big blocks. Yeah. And then write down when things are due for every single class. For me, and I teach 1101, which is like college writing 101, mm -hmm. all of my essays are due on the last Friday. So I just tell the students, write down, essay one is due. Mm -hmm. And then start it at least, at least one week out. Um, a lot of students turn in their papers warm off the printers, mm -hmm. and I, I never suggest that. But if it's due on a Friday, I would just suggest starting on a Monday just yeah. so you get a little bit of heads up. And even if you don't have everything done, just maybe an outline or some ideas, that way you can meet with your professor ahead of time to make sure you're on the right track and have it done way ahead of time as opposed to Friday morning. Yeah. Um, number two, which I use all the time, I block off chunks of time. 
And that does sound very boring. (laughs) But in those chunks, I also include my fun time, my exercise, my beach time. I even include naps. (laughs) So it's good to know yourself and what kind of worker you are. I talked about my my dog, Bo. You know my dog, Bo, Mm -hmm. Peyton. (laughs) Um, We're like the same person. So I don't usually get work done very well in the morning. Right. So even though I don't work in the summer, I still have to do research and book chapters and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So from 8 to noon, that's my playtime. And that's when I go out with Bo and we exercise and run and I go to the beach and have my good time (laughs) because I work better in the afternoon. Right. So once I'm tired, I can block off 12 to 4 and I can go into my office and put in my plugs and I can work straight because I'm tired and I'm focused. But if I had to sit down and work from eight to four straight, mm-hmm. things would get in the way. Shiny yeah. things, cats, I could <laughs> look outside. Yeah. Like, oh, I should go for a walk. So just know what works best for you if you're a morning person or an afternoon or a night person. And block in, you know, if you have exercise time or if you're in the band or sorority, that's your fun time. Mm-hmm. But also have work straight time. Yeah. Um, number know, three, just, I'm going to tell you. I was just okay. going to interrupt <laughs> before you went on to number three because – one of the things that I found for me when I was in college is I'm like you. I just didn't work well in the mornings because I was up until the middle of the night. And so I really tried to schedule my classes at the times that I knew I was going to be able to focus and pay attention. So, you know, mm-hmm. most of my time in college, my classes were only scheduled between 10 and 4 because before that I wasn't any good and after that I wasn't much good. So, you know, as much as it was possible for me to do that, I also tried to do, you know, that so that I knew I was being able to focus and give my attention to those things. True. And and a lot of athletes at Florida Tech, um, they're encouraged not to take afternoon classes mm-hmm. because that's when practice is. Right. So they have to do, you know, the 8 to noon thing, and then they have their practice time in the afternoon. So yeah. just whatever works best for you. And mm-hmm. I'm a morning person in terms of playtime. My right. husband has his playtime at midnight. <laughs> we're, just, we're on different schedules. Yeah. But number three, which is very important, and I'm going to share a dirty little secret with our <laughs> viewers or our listeners. Um, as a professor, and you should never say this, but it happens, I see 200 new people every semester. Mm-hmm. I don't remember everyone. Um, I remember the very best students yep. and then the not-so-great students. But everyone in the middle kind of gets lost because you just see so many new faces. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage all freshmen and and all students, for that matter, to keep in touch with your professors, make yourself known. I've had a lot of writers that were just average C Mm -hmm. writers, but if they come to see me before every single essay ahead of time, I can work with them and we can straighten out their essay and they can get an A in the class. Yeah. So just by making yourself known, you know, we're a smaller college, but my brother went to Penn State, Maine, mm-hmm. and he said he was in auditoriums with 250 students. Yeah. So your your professor's not going to know you personally unless you make that effort. Right. And that just shows you care about your grade, and if you get on it early, say on a Monday, mm-hmm. I can help you on Monday and Wednesday, and then Friday it's going to be a great paper. Right. And so I think... I think it's nice for students to hear that from a professor because yeah. I think so often they think that they're bothering their professor if they're making yeah. those appointments. So, you know, it's good to hear. 
I'm usually in my office by myself making paperclip necklaces. <laughs> like, you should come visit me because I'm just bored and I want to help you. And, you know, your grade will be much better if you come visit me. Um, number four, and this is hard for everyone, cell phones are phenomenal, but you need to learn to turn them off. Yes. Um, I love social media also, but that's also a giant time suck and a mm-hmm. distraction. So if you are going to hit it hard and you say, I'm going to work on my essay from 2 to 4, turn off your phone. And I know that's easier said than done, but um, it's easy to go down the black hole of Mm -hmm. social media, and it's time suck. And then you look at the time like, oh, I've spent two hours on YouTube looking at cat videos. (laughs) Like, what am I doing? (laughs) I can honestly tell you I've never spent that time on looking at cat videos. Dogs, maybe, not cats. (laughs) Well, Pimple Popper, that's that's my new one. So I was like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm just a weirdo. And uh, the last one is be around students that are going to keep you accountable. At Florida Tech, yeah. we have mandatory study times if you're an athlete. Um, but if you're in the band or a sorority or fraternity, I think it's good to be around people that will keep you accountable for your grades because at Florida Tech, you're always going to find your fun time friends because yeah. – we are a mile and a half from the beach, so you're always going to find those friends that yeah. want to go out and have fun and surf and play. But it's good to surround yourself with people that are really concerned about their grades and want to do well. And perhaps you can set up a study group at the library to keep yourself accountable for time and your grades. Well, those are great bits of advice and relatively easy, I think, which is, you know, one of the things, like you said, I think people see time management as this you know, kind of big block of doom hanging over their heads. And yes, and so, fun. you know, when, when you look at it that way, it actually is manageable. Um, so, yeah, just, just make sure you schedule in your fun time mm-hmm. and, you know, your social media time, even nap time. I have yeah. no problem with nap time. Yeah. But you just miss, make sure you have to hit the work hard and not have a lot of distractions when you're doing it because college deadlines creep up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially when you do start getting involved in things on campus and you've got, you know, five classes and and you're trying to keep everything. And a lot of our students also work, too. So it's, you know, all of that puts a great demand on your time. So if you can kind of block yourself out and and see how you do it, it keeps you better in control of what's going on. So any any other another. Go ahead. Another scary thing that's a a difference between high school and college, and this sounds mean, but this is pretty much the norm. Um, If you turn in something late in college, it can be a grade reduction Mm -hmm. or it can be a zero. And I think in high school, it's more like, well, you can turn it in next week. It's no big deal. But uh, college professors don't mess around. So even, even a grade reduction can hurt you. Absolutely. Any other thoughts or words of wisdom for students before we uh, close things up here? Just have fun. College is a wonderful experience. Uh, I could go back if I could and get (laughs) several other degrees. It's just a a matter of managing your fun and your study time. There has to be balance. It can't be all fun (laughs) or all work. You just have to manage it well together. Fabulous. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up for us on our time management episode. So I just want to thank you once again for being our first ever calling guest. Um, and again, that's thank you. Dr. Natalie Dorfeld from the Florida Institute of Technology. Um, thanks a lot for your time and the great advice. 
If you're listening and you had any questions that popped into your mind today, um, or you have ideas for topics you'd like us to cover, just send me an email at griffinm at wcsu.edu. And that'll be it for this episode of Gab and Grow. <laughs>